Welcome to the Abundant Woman Collective Podcast. This podcast is one that seeks to help women cultivate a faith that soaks into every single corner of their lives, changing them wholly and completely. Hosted by Samantha Siemens, founder of the Abundant Women Collective, this podcast features conversations that uplift, encourage, challenge, and empower women to step into true freedom in Christ. If you're ready to go all in with the Jesus-led life, to step out of the overwhelm, anxiety, and stress of this world, and to step into a life of freedom and abundance, this podcast is for you. Hey friend, have you ever felt like maybe you were too much, too outspoken, or too shy? (laughs) Couldn't share your faith? Have you ever been afraid of being canceled? Have you ever been afraid that maybe you're not good enough? If any of this rings true, then listen in because we need to chat. In the middle of 2020, when the world was literally off its rockers, it was well into the pandemic that had hit head on with the political chaos and social chaos. The internet was blowing up daily and social media was basically a dumpster fire. I mean, you were there. You totally remember. Uh, Fun fact, (laughs) I have ran a marketing agency called 1010 Social for almost five years now. Uh, 1010 is T-E-N-1-0, and it means John 1010, where it says, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Abundance has literally been a theme in my life for probably 10 years now. But anyways, I do social media marketing for entrepreneurs and small businesses, What that means is that I'm literally online every single day. In particular, I am on Facebook and Instagram every single day. Part of my job back then was to engage on behalf of my clients. So I would go in and scroll through their feed and comment and reply to comments and messages and all the things, right? And because I had so many different clients from so many different walks of life and businesses and all of it, uh, every feed looked different. They were following different people. They would have different kinds of content, but literally it was like every type of content I would be seeing and allowing into my mind every single day. And it was tiring. Eventually, somehow, (laughs) I let my guard down and I let it get to me. I felt like all I was seeing was such the negative and the craziness But then also the other side of that was I was seeing a ton of like cancellations and people were calling out other people for doing this or not doing this or saying this or not saying this. And I felt like, man, I cannot speak up. I cannot voice my opinion. I can't talk about Jesus. I can't get canceled. Like I can't afford to get canceled. I can't lose my business. I don't want to offend anyone. So eventually, and I don't honestly know and remember how quick or slow this happened, but I just sort of let my light dim a little. I stopped sharing some stuff. I didn't get vocal on a lot of things. I just was in the middle. (laughs) And if you know me, (laughs) you know that I am not super in the middle about a lot of things. Um, But I was just hoping really that no one would notice and that they would just see my amazing social media work and my business and that's it. Like I didn't want to get into anything online. But inside, I knew that that was not Sam, and I knew that it was wrong, and I knew that the hope of Jesus, and I still know that the hope of Jesus is literally the answer to all of the chaos, but I put my needs over mission, and it stunk, honestly. 
But what else I noticed is when I not only consumed all of this stuff, all of the content, all the things, all the scrolling, it affected me inside. Not only was I becoming like quieter and not as confident in my faith is that I was actually starting to doubt myself, starting to lack that confidence that I've always had of my identity in Christ. And not that I was any less of a daughter of the King or that I thought I was. I just started doubting it. I started to think maybe this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Maybe I'm just going to keep doing this marketing after all. And then like, it's fine. I just won't stir the pot at all and just be neutral. Y'all know what the Bible says about (laughs) that lukewarm. Um, But doubt creeped in and I let it. And it definitely wasn't my finest moment, honestly. But yet still in that, I knew that the Lord had something for me. I would always talk about it as like, well, to my close friends and family, not in public because I wasn't getting canceled, but I would talk and mention about it as a Jesus thing because I truly, honestly had no idea what it was. It was just, there was a stirring in my heart and it was this Jesus thing and I didn't know exactly what it was, but I knew whatever I was doing by being quiet was not it. Seriously. (laughs) A few months later, my friend Avery was hosting a retreat in the Gulf Shores. Um, and if you've ever been to the Gulf Shores and I really love beaches, I was like, yes, but it was a Christian women in business retreat with beach and women and Jesus and fun. And I love all of those things. So I definitely wanted to be there, but I felt like I needed to be there. Like there was something urgent in me that needed to be there. And so I went and I went as like with my cap, I put the 1010 social marketing agency cap at home. And I put on this Jesus thing cap, meaning I wasn't going to do any client work. I wasn't going to work or think about 1010 social at all. Like I had a team, they were handling it. I just wanted to see what God had for me for this Jesus thing. And I went that weekend, I went fully expecting like, no, no, here I am. I expect answers. I want answers. I want clarity, something, right? I could say so much about that retreat. It was so impactful. It was amazing. I love and still love the women that I met there that weekend. Um, Not only was I surrounded by incredible women who love Jesus, had Jesus in their lives, personal and business, um, but I also, these same women were powerful women who were living on mission. And throughout the retreat, we prayed together. We cried together. We worshiped together. We dug into God's word together. And we also had a time of people speaking and it was kind of like a hot seat in business where people ask you any questions and they help you try and figure it out. And that hot seat was probably my favorite thing. Like, honestly, one of my favorite moments in business, but one of my favorite things that weekend, because they just asked me questions and I answered and I work so much better like that. Like, let me just tell you everything, but you got to ask me or, um, I would, A lot of it was like, I don't really know. I feel like God's doing something, but I don't know what it is. But then after that, they prayed over me, all of them. And they spoke words and life and scripture over me. And needless to say, it was a really impactful weekend. Um, But that last day together, I was a mess inside. I had repented that weekend. I was so sorry. And I just felt bad, but I gave it all to God about the afraid of being canceled thing. I surrendered. I said yes to whatever that Jesus thing was. I was willing and I was wanting to do whatever he asked of me. Y'all, that's a dangerous place to be in. But with God, it is such a good place to be in. That Jesus thing became the Abundant Woman Collective. When I came home from that retreat, I was ready. I was like, let's go. I don't know what I'm doing. 
but like, I know it's going to be good. So let's go. (laughs) That night I had, I have dreams, um, sometimes and they're pretty vivid. Uh, and they're very, like, I can remember them. And this dream was scary. And this dream I was, I don't know. I can't remember how the dream started. Like I, it was a normal, like setting in a dream. Like I was doing something normal, but then all of a sudden it turned dark and I was in a cage and I had a muzzle. Like I was a dog, dude. I had this dog muzzle over me and, and I was in a cage and I could not get out. And I was frantically trying to get out. I was trying to yell. I couldn't speak. I was doing everything I could in the beginning of the dream, trying to get someone's attention and everyone was just going about their life and they had no idea I was there. And, um, I was trying to speak and then it was hurting. And so eventually I just stopped. I stopped trying. I was like, maybe I was thinking someone would just come save me (laughs) or something. I don't know, but I stopped and you could see my, my, what like resilient, I'm going to get out of here slowly fade. And I stopped trying to speak. And at one point I sat in the corner of this cage and I still had no idea why I was there or what it meant or any of it, but I sat there and just let myself be muzzled (laughs) and I let myself sit in a cage and it wasn't until I had this little still tiny whisper inside my heart, inside my soul, just start whispering, Jesus, Jesus. And it just kept repeating itself. And then it kept getting louder. And then finally, your girl got a clue and something clicked in my dream. And I was like, yes. Oh, yes. That's it. Like, that's the answer. And so I started with my face, my mouth muzzled. And in this cage, I started yelling as hard as I could and trying to yell the name of Jesus. And I kept going and kept yelling. And at one point, the muzzle, something happened where the muzzle got loose and I shouted it and everything disappeared. The muzzle was gone. The cage was gone everything was back to normal. I was at the original setting of my dream and I woke up and I can, I can literally tell you like every detail of that dream. I won't get into all the details, but that's how vivid it was to me. And I remember waking up like frantic and a little bit like trying to remember, cause you know, when you have a dream and then you're trying to remember what it was, but then I remembered and I was like, oh my God, literally, oh my God, that If that isn't a representation of what I had just walked through, you guys, I don't really know what it was, but I knew without a doubt in my heart, mind, and soul that it was not his will for me to be muzzled. It was not his will for me to be quiet or in a cage or bypassed by all these people. I was not meant to just sit on the sidelines and let my muzzle control my mouth, right? I knew without a doubt, and I was mad and I was fierce and I was ready for battle. What battle? I had no idea, but I was ready because your girl was mad. Don't put baby in a corner. Okay. What did I do? The first thing, here's three things. The first thing I did was I recognized the attack of the enemy. I recognized that that's not God. Why would he want me to be quiet? Why would he want me to dim my light? That is not what scripture says. So I recognized that it was the attack of the enemy and I took it and I rebuked it. The second thing I did was I prayed for forgiveness. I prayed for the Lord to forgive me for him and thanked him for like removing the muzzle and thanking him for his will and his plan for my life that I didn't know yet. And I, I mean, I still don't know all of it, but I knew that it was so much better than anything that I was going towards. And I asked him to give me strength. I needed his strength because I knew if that dream was any representation of what I was feeling and maybe what was to come or could feel, 
that I needed only him to give me strength. The third thing I did is I read and memorized scripture and I applied it to my life. So I read it, I memorized it, and I applied it when I needed it. These are the scriptures in particular that I poured into. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. First thing, do not be conformed to this world. Hello? We, I mean, we've probably heard this. If you're a Christian girl for any amount of time, you've heard the scripture. And yet, for some reason, <laughs> it blew my mind again. Do not be conformed to this world. Why was I being quiet? Why was I afraid to ruffle feathers? And this wasn't like I wanted to get in a political debate or a social issues debate. That was not the case. This was just a Jesus thing. I was even afraid to be like super confident and speak truth in in all of that because I didn't want to get canceled. It literally says, do not be conformed to this world. Do not be like those people. You need to be different, set apart, a light, a beacon, a ray of hope. And you do that by being transformed by the renewal of your mind. Because what had happened is I had let a foothold sort of happen and I had doubted and confidence. And all of these things had sort of started decreasing because I wanted to be silent and middle and lukewarm. And instead, I needed to be transforming by the renewal of my mind, which is what I what we're doing with these scriptures. The second one was Colossians 3, 2. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. So I still go back to this sometimes because the world's a little crazy sometimes still. But it is my reminder that just like we're not fleshing, we're not in a battle with flesh and blood, right? There's another scripture that talks about that. But this one, we're focusing on things that are above. We are eternity-minded women. We are focused on heaven. That makes it so much easier for these things on earth to just brush off our shoulder or uh, to renew our mind and not focus on them, not stress on them, right? The other ones, these ones I would love for you to memorize as well. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Galatians 6, 9. Do not give up. Whatever it is that the Lord has called you to, whatever reason you're listening to this podcast for, whatever the Jesus thing that he has put on your heart, do not give up. You are going to be tired, but don't be tired. <laughs> do not be weary in doing good. Do not give up. Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. How funny that I teach this to my kids frequently when they have nightmares, and yet it took a big life lesson for me to memorize this. <laughs> have I not commanded you, friend? Be strong. Be courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged. Why? Because he's with you wherever you go. Whatever he has for you, he's with you. How cool is that we serve a God that is with us? The last one. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So this verse I memorized because I needed to remind myself that even though what the enemy had meant for bad, Jesus used for good. And even though I had those bad feelings or doubt or lack of confidence, I knew that the only way that people were going to get to the Father was through Christ. And how did that happen? That happens by you and I sharing our stories, giving people hope, giving them, introducing them to salvation. It happens when we use our words to shine and point all the glory to Christ. And if I'm quiet and afraid to offend people, then guess what? I'm not talking about Jesus. No one's coming to the Father through Sam. I mean, through Jesus, but like by Sam's voice. And instead, what I did was I used (laughs) that dream, honestly, those feelings to fuel my fire. 
I had tightened my armor and I was ready to get to work because I would hate to get to heaven and him be like, yes, I know your daughter way to go, but dang girl, I had so much for you. I had so much more for you. If I don't speak, what if someone misses the opportunity in Christ because I remain quiet? Nope, that is not happening on my watch or your sister. We are going full force. Through all of that, I literally, (laughs) what the enemy tried to use by silencing me, I just amplified it because that's how the podcast was born is the Lord was like, you're going to go like all the way with the podcast. And I was like, "Ah, podcast, that's terrifying. And yet here we are. Why? Because we are daughters of the king. Our God given authority is to trample the head of the enemy. The same spirit of Christ lives in us, lives in me and lives in you and gives us that authority against the enemy. I love the amplified version of Luke 10, 19. It says, listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy, Satan, and nothing will in any way harm you. Girl, I don't know about you, but that fires me up and makes me ready (laughs) for battle. Sis, you have the same power in you. So whatever's making you shy, quiet, afraid, not confidence, not secure, now is the time to be bold, to share your faith, to share your story, and to stand firm in his truth with the renewing of our minds. You have an entire community called the Abundant Women Collective that will do it with you and support you in that. In fact, I would love to hear your story. If you have something that the Lord has done in your, in you or for you or through you, if you have a testimony to share that gives glory and hope to Jesus, I would love for you to come on the podcast. Just send me a message on Instagram, Abundant Woman Co., and I will send you the application to be a guest on the podcast. I would love to hear from you. But whatever it is, whether it's a guest on the podcast or talking to your friend who needs to hear about Jesus or being a ray of sunshine, (laughs) a ray of hope and life on social media, whatever it is for you, whatever your Jesus thing is, I want you to put those scriptures to the test just like I did. Memorize them, wear them, use them. Because you were born for such a time as this, for a purpose, on purpose. And so we don't have time to be quiet. We get to amplify all the things that the Lord has done. And so I'm excited to hear what those are. You can come find me on social media to share. I want to know. Maybe this resonates with you. Or maybe you're walking through it now. I'd love to hear about this story. Until next time, friends. friend. I hope you were blessed by this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in before you go quick things. One, can you follow us on social? I would love to get social with you. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube all have the username abundant woman co come say hi. Also, we have a free Facebook community that has women just like you building community going after Jesus and just making connections. Come join us there. I can't wait to meet you. And last, I would love if you could screenshot this episode and share it on your socials for a chance to be featured. Until next time.